Welcome to the Healers Rising podcast by Caitlin Diana and the Magic Beyond Boundaries team, where we explore what it means to be a lightworker, starseed, and multidimensional being, so you can live a life full of magic, expansion, and play, because we are, right now, creating the world we want to see. Well, welcome to today's topic, which is you've got your niche, now what? Meaning you figured out kind of the arena you want to play in as you go out there and start serving other people. Now, what are you supposed to do with it? We find a lot of times as people start going through this journey, they spend a lot of time and we are not immune to this. Like Violet and I are constantly revisiting. And in fact, we were just on the phone this morning, even re-looking at the different departments within the company that I've built and, and what we're assigning as the very specific niche to each of those. And so you guys, this is something that's going to be an evolution. And so the first thing I want to say today is you don't get to not keep going just because your sentence isn't right yet. <laughs> okay. You, you can't use that whole, I need the exact perfect language, the exact I help blah, blah, blah. So that, you know, if it's not quite flowing, right, but you have the idea at least of what arena you're going to play in, you just have to keep going forward from here. Now, the joke we're telling behind the scenes is Violet and I are like, Hey, I think we're a little bit of hypocrites. <laughs> here because we realized that we have built healers rising and decodes and everything this company is from the ground up without a niche statement so it's totally possible to it's do it totally possible now that being said we are fairly clear about who we serve how we want to serve them and the kinds of things we want to offer but that sentence has never a hundred percent landed and become absolute perfection for us and we are still successful. So um, let's destroy and uncreate anywhere that you guys are getting into that box and going, because I don't have this figured out, it means I can't move forward. Bull Oni. You got something. <laughs> if you've got a piece, you've got enough to get started and get moving. Those things can um, be refined as you go. And your, your ideal clients will show up and they will start dropping those keywords right to your face. Right? So... Just like be in observer mode with it. Exactly. So I think the most important thing is that you've at least chosen a zone that you know you want to serve within. So for example, we've been discussing Healers Rising, our membership community that we have online, and we are really looking at, do we want to serve beginner intuitives, junior high intuitives, high schoolers, the PhDers, like who do we want to serve and who we really want to talk to in there is kind of like our junior high and high schoolers because we don't really want the know-it-alls in there. We, we don't really want to start them at the bare bone basics in there. We want to kind of take them in that incubation period where they're really ready to start playing with this whole world of metaphysics. And so because we know that we can build a product, we can build messaging, we can build social media, and we don't need to panic about being able to say, like I help, uh, right. And, yeah. and how do you label those people? There's no test guys. No one's going to exactly. test you. Somebody might ask you who you serve and what you do, but I mean, just see what comes out of your face. That happens to us all the time. We'll, okay. People will ask us what we do and, and who we work with. And I would wager that almost every time we say it, it comes out differently. It does. I can tell you that because sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I should write that down, yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. So anyways, Hopefully you guys have at least gotten to that part where you kind of have an idea 
where you want to play in this big, wide world of possibility of business Mm -hmm. or building a practice. And so what comes next? I think the biggest things we need to start recognizing is that we have to start creating some kind of attraction factor for people to be able to find us and know that we exist and to start resonating with the kind of messages and thought drops and perspective changes we're offering and to start really seeing like who we are at our core. Now, I know um, tomorrow, any of you that are listening to this in the present, that'll be April 28th, we're going to be sharing a link for you for Uh, James Wedmore's next free workshop, which is called Your First 100 Leads, which shows you how to create really amazing um, opt-ins and leads to be able to, or yeah, opt-ins to be able to bring in those first, you know, 100 clients that are really perfect for what you're going to offer down the road. I'm James Wedmore, host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I've built an eight-figure-year company selling digital products around my knowledge and expertise. In fact, this is what I've been doing in multiple niches for the past 15 years. And if you've ever wanted to do the same, or maybe you're trying, but you can't seem to get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, you need an audience if you want to sell your stuff, right? But what if I told you that you don't need a big audience. You don't need millions of followers to get started. In fact, we see that it's with just your first 100 leads where you really start getting some momentum. I mean, think about it. Imagine that you're on the stage of a room filled with just 100 people in that audience right now. That's a lot of people. You don't think that a few of them would walk up to you after your talk and ask, hey, how can I keep working with you? Of course they would. And that's why I created your first 100 leads. It's a 14 video step-by-step training mini course that walks you through exactly how to get your first 100 leads fast. And the feedback and results from this free program have been amazing. Diane Shepard said, this is one of the best trainings I've ever taken. Jake Curry said, We have had 753 people sign up for this free training. Are you kidding me? Dan Netting said, I'm currently going through the first 100 leads training and James, I gotta say, it's brilliant. This training is A to Z complete and the best part is it's absolutely free. Thanks so much and I'll see you there. Um, And we're gonna be looking at like, how do we actually show up in a way that people can go, oh, that person knows something. They must be an expert in this subject and I want to learn or work with them. That's where we're going next. Now, I want to say something before we get going here because I can feel it. Every time I say the word, you're going to have to be known as an expert. People go, (gasps) I know I could feel it when you said that. I was like, right? People freak out. But here's the thing, you guys, there are always going to be people that are smarter, faster, better, more knowledgeable, have more knowings and life experience than you do in life in any department that you are in, which also means in the duality of that, that there are people who are not yet where you are that don't have the learnings, understanding, and knowledge from where you are sitting in your vantage point. Okay. So it's really important to recognize that somebody who looks up to me as an expert might not look up to you as an expert because they're beyond where you are and not yet where I am, but there's other people that are going to be, you know, maybe 
still in that other space where they haven't caught up to what you're doing, right? So we need to wrap our heads around that. It, expert is one of those things that we kind of get like really hung up about because we are like, well, have I taken enough courses? Do I have enough certifications? Like, have I talked to enough people to be able to own that? No, it's called school of hard knock life. And you're going to keep growing and you're going to keep getting better at your craft. If you're really in this to win this. Right. So well, don't panic about that. And you don't have to call yourself an expert. You don't have to go around going, I'm an expert. Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to do that. It's, it's more just something to aim for. Mm -hmm. And to, um, actually just be stepping forward and out and, and recognizing that you do have a message, you do have something to share and people do need what you have to share. And, and that's really all it comes down to. And so whatever it is, that's like getting in your way of that, <laughs> clear that first yeah, <laughs> and then just go out there and try saying some things, see what comes out. Right. So I think one of the next things you guys can start doing is really making sure that you are getting cemented into this idea that you are a people first person and you are a soul led entrepreneur. This is going to be crucial because when you guys first start out online, and really this is going to carry forward with you forever in business you need to be building and making authentic connections where people get to really get that vibe of who you are, how you serve, and they can see how you bring all of those pieces of you together into this really cool network of not only service, but also of helping them to understand the world around them. And so that they can build up this idea of who they think you are to them. Okay. This means we have to be willing to actually talk to people. <laughs> right? This is the part I see a lot of people try to kind of skip over. Oh yeah. They try to bypass this all the time. It's hilarious. Yeah. You can't, but why do you think they do that Violet? Because, you know, I think some of us are naturally really good at being extroverted introverts. That's me. Hi, my name is Caitlin and I can be really good at networking and talking to people, but I'm actually a very huge <laughs> introvert over here. I think you're very similar in that I'm way. More in, I would say I'm more introverted than you are even. Oh, like totally. Yeah. I'm more of an introvert introvert. I can like come out and talk to you guys here, but then yeah, I'm definitely more of an introvert. <laughs> but it's like, I have one friend. Don't talk to me otherwise, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I have specific hours of the day when I'm willing to be social. <laughs> Um, honestly, I don't know the answer. I would actually love to hear from you guys. Why, if that's something that you've done where you're like, I want to just put it out there and kind of like step back and not have to talk to anyone, like why you're choosing that. Um, yeah. I've, I've noticed people do that. I, I personally think like just off the top of my head that a lot of it comes down to just like false ideas of what it means and what it's going to require of you. Well, that too. And the way, you know, you and I were having a discussion, even in the way that we approach having to communicate with people on social media, mm -hmm. you know, earlier this week, yeah. I'm not afraid to rumble with them and, and get in there and say something and tick them off. Whereas you're like, I don't know if I can write this in a way where, right. Like, so we have different energies. So it could be something like that, where you're afraid of, you know, how you write or how you speak is going to trigger people in a certain way. could be something well, like that. And part of it could be to like, when I'm in a space personally of not wanting to go back and forth with people, what I find is it's usually because I'm depleted in some area of my mm -hmm. life. So I would venture to say there's a very good chance that anyone who's 
feeling that way is feeling depleted or is not actually fully like in their own energy field. So that's number one and boundaries might need to be a conversation or something that we're looking at first and deciding how we want to show up. Um, the other part of it is it's really easy to tell people what they should be doing, but then to go back and forth with them when they come back and, and are looking for more requires much more of us. And that says a lot more about who we are as healers, I think. Really, because if you're going to help somebody, you need to be there with them from the very beginning, all the way through the messy parts to the other side and checking in again afterwards to make sure that they're still doing okay. Right. That doesn't mean you do it for free on social media. No, that's true. But I think that's potentially part of what this is about is this idea of like, if I put it out there, then I have to hold space for them the entire time in a certain way. And I, I think that's something that we need to like decide before we go out there, like what our boundaries are. Exactly. So I think there's a really fine line here that we need to walk about how we start saying to people, I'm here for you. I'm holding space for you, but where it changes to, but now we need to take this to the next step. We were flirting on Tinder And now we need to go on a date because there's much more that needs to be discussed here, right? Like, so I think we need to start thinking about like, what are my boundaries? How much am I willing to give away for free on the internet? How much advice or how many statements do I want to give? Or what could I do to show up in such a way that it really honors those sacred pieces that I'm keeping kind of behind those paywalls in sessions or circles or my course, whatever I'm developing, And then what are the ways that I can still show up so that people do feel seen, heard, felt, um, validated, all of those beautiful things, so that they do feel like they're starting to build relationships and community with me. And that's something you as an individual have to tap into because your uh, version of what's okay for you is not necessarily going to be what's okay for me. Yeah. And like we said, it's even different between Caitlin and I, like I, if you, if you guys went to my personal social media channels, I don't post anything ever. It's the boringest Facebook wall I've ever seen. (laughs) Don't go over there. I literally only use it to go in groups, but that's where I like, that's where I like to make my mark is in the groups with you guys. So that's what I know about myself as a person. And so getting to know your own style, um, and creating your presence in a way that actually honors that is going to be really key. And the only way to figure that out is to get out there and practice and try and see what works and what doesn't. Exactly. So you actually have to start building a little bit of a presence and putting your stuff on socials and and trying a few different posts and looking at those growth trajectories before you even really launch all the big things. You know, it it is one of those things where we do have to start putting one foot in front of the other and testing a little bit, because every time you ask for something, you're going to get shown all the reasons why not all the things you have to clear, all the things you have to do in order to find the right rhythm. Right. So we just got to start doing the damn thing. The next thing we need to start doing is we need to pick one thing that we're going to focus on. So a lot of us are visionaries. Visionaries are naturally attracted to wanting to build businesses. And you guys are typically going to fall into one or two categories with this. You're going to be like me where you're a bit of a visionary and you are constantly coming up with ideas and thought forms and you're creative and you're like squirrel. And then you've got this thing you started over here and this other project and you didn't finish all the pieces. And then you're like, how about this new idea? And another course, I could offer these kinds of sessions. Did you know I just took another course? I got another certification yesterday. Violet and, and, and on and on and on visionaries have to be like constantly just on the go. Yeah. 
you guys have the biggest challenge in mm-hmm. business. Follow through. To follow through. Yes. Because you will start something and you're better starters than finishers for the most part. And so you need to put a sticky note on your computer, wherever you're working that says, I am equally as good at starting things as I am at finishing things, period. And put it there and read it every day. It's so important because you're going to have to be picking one thing that you're going to be launching and circling around with what you're talking on, with what you're building social media on, and with what you build and opt in with to bring new people into your reality which means you have to follow through because there's nothing more confusing than a budding audience. When a practitioner is like this week, only $37 for your first Reiki session with me. And next week they're like, do you want to go on a retreat? And next week they're like, I want to talk about the Akashic records. And next week they're like, I'm mad. How about some shadow work? Clients are like, what the frick dang? They're on this roller coaster. They don't know what to choose. They don't even know where you're going. They don't know why they should go there with you. So we are going to have to start narrowing it down and picking one thing. So visionaries, I am good at following through and I am just as good at starting as I am as finishing. Super important. But then there's another set of you that still have that drive to work for yourself and want to do that business stuff. And you're more of the integrator type or more of like the secretarial type where you see all of the different pieces and you're like, Oh my God, if we do this, then that. So this is the violet type. Okay. Violet could, and has had her own business with her bookkeeping. She's very capable of it. So she can hold that archetype of having her own business. And I find it's also easier for me to stick to one thing at a time. So that is kind of like a superpower of, you know, if you're similar to me in that way. Yes. Um, but we can get very pulled into the details and stopped by those. Yes. yes. So integrators tend to be perfectionists and tend to suffer from this like, oh my God, is it good enough syndrome? And we'll spend hours lamenting over their grammar, punctuation, graphic designs. Did I get it right? Is this the way it should go out? Oh my gosh, I forgot 18 more emails I wanted to write. They will spend a lot of time actually in self-sabotage by trying to get it all right before they launch. And so it's two very different energies that tend to come into these like CEO archetypes of building these small businesses to start. And so we need to watch out for those things and you need to know who you are so that you can navigate accordingly. Now, some of you guys are going to have traits of both. Mm -hmm. We kind of all do, but we lead with one. I actually can follow through. Yeah, you actually can. I was very surprised by it when I started working with you because your like your visionary side is definitely stronger, and that's that's yeah. I would say I would argue that that's more your nature and where you lead. But you were building this business completely by yourself when you started. Yes, so I can wear all the hats. I can do the customer service, the secretary, the website building, the entertaining, the teaching, the circling, the community, the Instagrams, whatever. I can do it all, and I can follow through, but it depletes me. Mm-hmm. And so what I started to recognize down the road is once I had enough wind under my sails, I needed to bring in somebody who complimented and wasn't a visionary like me, but had more of those integration type skills to kind of walk beside me, right? And, and so that's a conversation we can have way down the road. But in the beginning, it's just you. 
right? It's just you and this business idea and this thing you want to build. And so you're going to have to either tell yourself, I got to follow through, or you're going to tell yourself, I have to let leave perfectionism at the door and just do this thing anyways, to the best of my ability so that it can actually get out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So watch out for those two energies. Now, when I say pick one thing, it's going to be one product, one service, or one course you're going to build in the beginning to serve the niche you chose. Now, you're not building the course. You're not actually even building the sessions yet because you need to validate your idea with people to make sure it's even something people will pay for. So none of you should be going out there and building, recording a whole course and making all your PDFs at this point, unless you've already had somebody in your audience tell you, oh my God, I need that. I will pay you for that. Yeah. And I would argue potentially like not just one person, but like three, three would be a good number. If you have three people asking for it, get going. Yeah. That means your idea has been validated. It is something people know, want, and are excited to receive. And you're likely to have purchasers if you get your advertising and stuff, right. But you're going to have to pick one thing that you work on to develop. And so for many of you guys, it's going to be your one-on-one sessions. That's what lots of you guys are leading with. And that's cool. For some of you guys, it's going to be circle. Some of you guys have mini courses. And I know some of you guys have membership ideas you Mm want to launch, which is also cool, right? but you're going to have to pick one thing and one thing only to start. That doesn't mean you don't add more things later, but we have to get the machine right for the first thing we do before we can add another machine. Cause otherwise it will all damn up. You will find yourself in so much struggle and so much chaos because you'll have too many moving parts, especially when you're first learning how to take everything online or into advertising. Yeah. Multitasking is something we are moving away from. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta stop thinking that we can do like 10 different things all at the same time and do it well. It's just causing stress, not only to everyone around you, but to your own like physical body. And that's not a state that any business owner needs to be in. So as much as you can focus on one thing at a time, once you feel like you, I could do this almost in my sleep, then let's start planning the next thing. I could run healers rising and decodes in my sleep. Yeah. Right. So now I know I can add something else if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, One of our students asked if they could start with circles. I actually just wrote a whole blog on it today. I didn't release it. I will um, very soon next couple of weeks, but I talked about how my $100 women's circle, the one circle where I made 100 bucks turned into a $2,500 a month venture and how I did it. So I mapped out that whole process and took you through in that story of how I went from step one to step three. I think we might do a little discussion on it because I think it's something that's so tangible as well, that so many of you guys who want to be practitioners, it's a really duplicatable model that you can follow and be able to build up your own practice from the ground up. So yeah, I will share that. We'll do um, a podcast or YouTube release, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks from now. We'll see after I get back from the retreat for sure. Yeah. Okay. Here's the last thing I want to cover for sure today. Keep it stupid, simple, keep it stupid, simple. None of you guys, if you don't already have one should be purchasing website stuff or spending hours developing a logo or going online and researching what webinar equipment you need or any of those things. It's all irrelevant at this point in the game. It's a massive distraction. You don't need any of it. You don't need anything yet. You will 
but you don't yet. And so it's really important that right now you guys focus on, I just need to build a message. I need to choose one thing that I want to do. And I need to start looking at how can I start talking to these people through social media, through the community groups I'm in, whatever it is that you're going to build up, how can I start talking to and relating to people so that I can get some feedback and start getting these conversations going? So that goes back to our, that goes right back to the first point that you were talking about. So really you're picking one thing, which is number two, to go back to number one, to start um, having real heart, you know, based conversations and interactions with people. Yeah. That's your main focus. Right. Right. And, and I know what you guys are going to do because I've coached hundreds and hundreds of people through this. You're going to get excited. You're going to think you have to build a website. You're going to think you have to have all these technology pieces. You're going to want to cheap out in this area and get expensive in this area. It's all irrelevant. Don't do it. There's a really easy way to get through. And if you guys want to keep following us along on this journey, we'll show you exactly how to do it with the least amount of stress the least amount of overwhelm, the least amount of tech and overhead pieces so that you guys can just launch and be profitable. Yeah, because what you really want to do is just get in there and work with people, right? Exactly.